that was an incredibly powerful talk. Uh, I, I love this whole concept of the power of one more. And I've probably got, yeah, eight pages of notes. And this is the second time that I've listened to this. Um, so I'd be interested to see what Chad took down because we know Chad's a super note taker. So Chad, what, what'd you get put down for today? Man, I just got to tell you, Joel, that was amazing. <laughs> and the fact that you were there is so cool. And John Maxwell being there and uh, just hearing those stories, it's just very emotional and very powerful. Um, he said so many things that, you know, and I'll just kind of blow through some notes here that I wrote that I think were like core, core pieces that if we can just let those seeds germinate and grow in us, that it will eventually be life-changing. So the first thing I wrote down, he said, is that facts tell and stories sell. I think that's, that's so, so important when we're, when we're influenced, when we want to influence people. Um, he said, you're always making people feel something. And, you know, that's true too. So I think, I think it's important for us to ask, you know, maybe afterwards, you know, in the military, we have what we call plan, do, review. And I love the, the uh, what we do an AAR after action review. And so I've always thought of it as a plan, do, review. So you have a plan, you do it and review it. You have a plan, you do it and review it. So maybe you have a phone call with a sibling or you have a business meeting or you have a lunch with somebody. So why not afterwards just take a few minutes and say, um, what was I making that person feel? Did I leave them better than I found them? I think that's a great goal is to always leave people better than we found them after we communicate with them. Um, he said, are you happy? You should tell your face. I mean, I think a lot of people kind of on the default mode is just walking around kind of like with the face that doesn't really represent how you're feeling on the inside. So I think it's important that we do that influences energy. It was interesting to me because Ed Milet, when we normally see him in like a sit down, it's more like a, a cough, uh, you know, a fireside chat kind of thing. It's more laid back and relaxed. And you can just tell this is the most intense, like in your face I've ever seen him. And it's because he had to bring that energy into live, into a live group. And it wasn't just a one-on-one -on -one conversation with someone else. And so I thought that was really, really interesting. Um, I love the idea that we're all evangelists, you know, and that's why it's so important for us to, to promote the things that we really believe in. Because like he said, you have, you're selling people literally that you believe what you're saying. And if you, if they don't even have to believe it. Like he said, if you believe what you, what you're saying, then they'll kind of believe what you're saying. Um, believe that I believe what I'm saying. The, the more certain person always influences the less certain person, like the story he shared with his wife. And that's true in my life too. My kid, I was just listening to a story telling his wife, I'm like, Hey, same thing with my wife. <laughs> Ultimately she's more certain than me on everything. I think. Um, let's see, so everything in life happens for you, but not to you. And that takes, that takes some maturity. It takes some maturity to go, wow, this, this sucks where I'm at right now. This sucks. You know, but instead of saying, why, you know, is this happening to me? And like, Oh, I'm a victim. The real, th the real position to have is what am I learning here? How, what is this training for? Why am I going? Cause we know, you know, when you're a Christ follower, you know that everything happens to you for a reason. And you know that everything is part of your future testimony. So maybe you're going through something right now so that you can 
bless people later. When you get through the other side of the storm, now you're going to be equipped to have the compassion and the empathy to help another person walk through the very same storm. And God has a way of bringing those types of people into your life that need you to help them. And so don't be afraid if you're in a storm right now to reach out to people who have already been through the storm that you're in right now. And if you've already made it through the other side, remember that there are plenty of other people that need your help to go through the storm. And that's probably why that happened in your life in the first place. Otherwise, we can just become bitter and we can become angry that we had to go through the storm and miss the very purpose of the storm. So what does everybody want? We all want the same thing, just like those kids, just like anybody. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's interesting because I know when I was younger, I'd have certain uh, thoughts about certain certain people like you know i'd meet a pastor and just think oh that means that they've got their whole entire life together or when i was younger i met a uh when i was in the military i'd meet an officer in the military and go wow they're just you know they're they're more handsome and stronger and they know so much more than everyone else you know and you you think these things about people or, or a, a multi-millionaire you're like oh their life just must be perfect well guess what i was at a, a meeting one time and it was really a story of what not to do the guest speaker had sold a company for $20 million. So success story, you know, kind of like, uh, you know, Judas got the money, right? He was wealthy, not a success story. So in this guy's particular situation, he, he built the business and he sold it for 20 million, but in the process, he lost his wife and he lost his kids. So it was a story of what not to do. So when you look at someone on the outside, they may seem like they're further than us. They've got it all together so much more than we do. But guess what? At the inside, we're all just those like those little kids that we all just want to be helped. We want to be loved. We want someone to believe in us. We want someone to care for us. And that's something that every single human has in common at their core is that we all want that. So when we can go into someone's life and we can be that for someone, I mean, here's it, it's crazy to think about that some people haven't heard good job. I'm proud of you. You know, words, any sort of encouragement for years. And that's just the reality. I would say more people haven't heard any encouragement this last year than, than have. And so how hard is it to just genuinely, I'm not talking about flattery. Flattery is saying something to get something. I'm talking about a genuine compliment. I'm talking about a position where you go into someone and you hunt the good stuff. You find the gold in that person and you just highlight that part. See, we all have junk and we all have gold. And so when we can go and we can find the gold in somebody, you might be the only person that's even looking for gold in that person. I'll just do a couple more. Uh, God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. Um, decide that winning is more fun than fun is fun. You know, and I love that word decide. You know, there's words like uh, homicide, which means the death to someone else. There's the word suicide. That's the death to yourself. And then there's the word decide. And when you think of the word decide, if you think of it as being death to all other options, like then it's not a question of will this happen? It's just a question of when, how long is this going to take when you make a decision, you know, like right now you can decide you're going to lose 20 pounds and your goal is to do it by end of February, right? If you really decide it, then it really will happen. There's a, it just will. It's just, it just guaranteed. If you decide right now that in the next 12 months, you're going to save $100,000 and you make that decision and it becomes important and you decide that winning is more fun than fun is fun, then guess what? It's not, 
it's not a matter of, oh, maybe it will, maybe it won't. It will for sure, 100%. I'll give you a quick example here. Um, you know, let's just say you're, you're, you're in the business right now and you have a goal to promote, let's just say three times in the next three months. Okay. You want to promote, let's say right now you're a diamond uh, and you want to, or, or you're an emerald and you want to go triple diamond in the next three months. Emerald want to go triple diamond. Okay. Well, first of all, is it possible? Yes, it's possible because other people in the company have done it. So it's definitely possible. You can find the testimonials. You can see people who have gone from Emerald to triple diamond in 90 days. Okay. Now, what does it, why do some people do it? And most don't because some people decide that they're going to do it and they're going to go all in and they're going to make it happen. Okay. Now, Let's say you go in your, in your first couple of weeks and you're like, ah, you know, you're getting frustrated. Someone said they're going to sign up. They did. And you kind of have a little setback. Well, here's the deal. If I came into your house or let's say you came into your house tomorrow and there was a note there and it said, I have your husband and you don't know who I am. I have your husband, your wife, your spouse, and I've got your kids and I've got your favorite pet. I've got them. And you don't get to see them ever again until you go triple diamond. And by the way, if you're not triple diamond by the end of February, you will never, ever, ever see them again. Now, Joel would take his highest month ever and it works, which I think so somewhere over $200,000. And he would bet on you without even knowing you. If he was convinced that you loved your spouse or that you loved your children, which we're assuming you do, then Joel and I know that we know that we know triple diamond, it wouldn't take until the end of February. You'd, be, you'd have that sucker done probably by the first week in January, between now and the first week of January. Why? Because you would decide that it would be worth it. And so you would go all in. Because when you go all in on something, it happens. It just does. All right. So, so just want to leave that there. So we know you guys can win. It's just a matter of is, how important is it for you to win? If it's important enough and you really decide, then you really, you will win. Um, so what's holding you back? Self-imposed limitations. It's ourselves. It's because we've taken on maybe some things people have told us throughout the years. They've said, you know, you're not good enough or who do you think you are? We just, we've decided to come into agreement with that. But what's cool about coming into agreement with something is that you can come out of agreement with that and you can come into agreement with something new and something better and something higher. And you can remove those self-imposed limitations because you are the only one that has the power to put them in place. And so you're the only one that has the power to remove them and take them away. And man, just to kind of end it, how he ended it, the story of his dad. Oh my gosh, dude. One more day, one more time. You never know. I had a younger brother that uh, committed suicide when he was 15. And I saw him a few days before that. And I never knew that he was going to commit suicide. I thought I had decades and decades to spend with him. But if I could go back and if I could have one more day with him, you know, and after that, I went through a dark funk of depression and I ended up volunteering for this organization called PATH, which stands for providing access to help. There's like a 1-800 number you call. And I would end up in these conversations with people who, you know, like one woman, I remember, I'll never forget that she called me and she said she had gotten into a huge fight with her sister. And then the next day her sister died in a car accident. She's like, if I could only go back. And I just know that that day of that argument was probably just haunting her forever. If she could only go back. Another guy called me, said, I just found out I'm stage four cancer and I've only got a couple months left to live. And his attitude just went, 
He wanted to reconcile with his kids. He wanted to reconnect with people. He wanted to, he had some unfinished business. How many of us have unfinished business with people? How many of us have relationships that we've kind of just left hanging that we need to go and we need to call someone today. We need to reconcile something today. Just if we could live our lives like that, like we have one more day, it'd change everything. So I'm going to leave it there, Joel. I'm going to go back and watch this one again, man. This one was so, so amazing. And I think hopefully it just added life to everybody here. I know it added life to me and uh, that's, that's the best way I could think of to start my day today. So thanks so much, Joel, for all you do, man. Thanks for traveling across half the world and going to these events and getting inspired yourself and constantly adding value and adding value. And uh, I just, uh, it's a good, it's a good life and we should just max it out, right? Max out. That's right. Uh, the, the thing that I love that Chad gave was the uh, ransom example. So guys really, really think about that and take that thing to heart. I mean, really, if, if you had a ransom that you had to get to a specific level in order for something to happen, it's not a matter of if it's, it's how you're going to get it done. So that, that was, that was awesome. Chad. I love that. Um, I, I love the, how he starts this whole thing is talking about energy and influence and influence is energy and that it's different all the time. It takes different energy to influence different amounts of people. You know, you have to have more energy when you're influencing a group versus a single person says, you know, you always have to make somebody feel something you're doing it, whether you think you are or not, but what are you doing and how are you making them feel? You have to be intentional about that. So the one thing that, that I always want to make sure that I'm doing, and hopefully this, this comes across is I want to make sure that you know that you're loved, you're cared for. I believe in you. And hopefully you know that I want to help you. All those things that he talked about that he saw in the eyes of those children and the eyes of everybody, those are the things that are, are passionate for me, something that I want to instill and make sure that I'm doing. He said, you have to be evangelical about your goals and your dreams. And, and to the point of people can't help but join you. So do you believe so much in your business that people have no choice but to join you? You know, when you have that belief level in what you're doing, and you understand that what you're doing is you're solving a problem for people, you're selling happiness, people can't help but join you. The other thing is uh, everything happens to, everything happens for you, not to you. Um, and, and, and that's something that we don't know while we're going through it. It takes discernment to know that's happening during the process, but most of the time it's hindsight. You look back and you go, oh, that's why that happened. It takes a very, very still, quiet moment to discern things while you're going through it. So make sure that you take the time to focus on what, <coughs> excuse me, what you're going through and how you can use that to help other people. He said, get focused and get momentum. If you get momentum, play to win. Don't slow down. Add to, compound. He said, winning is more fun than fun is fun. Blues. Let's hear that again. I want you to understand this because we know that on the personality chart, 80% of people fall into the blue category. Blues. Winning 
is more fun than your fun is fun. Make sure that you understand that and you make the decision to win because you will never have more fun than the feeling of winning. It's just one of those things that if you don't ever get to that point, you will never know that feeling and you'll just think that the fun is fun. The showing up to the event is fun. The hanging out with your friends is fun. The going to a meeting is fun. Guys, the winning is fun. The promotion is fun. The paycheck is fun. The things that you get to do, the freedom and the lifestyle that you get to have, that is the fun after the winning. So focus on that. When you decide to win, you will eventually plant enough seeds to where a harvest will take place. Said, touch your dreams, believe it, and believe that you belong there. Keep stepping in faith, and God will move the mountains to bring things to you to accomplish and achieve your dream. He starts talking about, you know, the power of one more. What is that thing that's holding you back from your one more? You are one thought, one meeting, one decision, one training, one action away from drastically changing your life and your legacy for your children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren. Just don't quit on your business one more day and take one more action one more day and see what happens. Because you're one seat away from your history. I love that picture that he showed of his grandfather, his dad, and him all sitting in one spot. And then when his grandfather passed away, his dad moved to that spot in the photo. He moved into that spot and his son, Max, moved into his spot. You are one spot away from becoming that person in your family's generation. Are you going to make the decision to change that for the remainder of the people that are going to follow in those spots? You have someone in your life that you love. Act like you have one more day with them. He said, you'll eventually not have one more day or one more hour. And the moment that that becomes a reality, there's a switch that clicks and changes everything about those moments that you have left. And he said, make sure that you honor your family with your greatness and live a life of one more. Guys, you have somebody that paid a price for you to be where you're at. Honor them with your greatness. Go out and work as if you are paying your dues and your respect to them for the things that they sacrificed for you to be at this one spot that you're at. He said, stack your one more every day and you will live an incredible life. When you get to heaven, are you going to meet your twin or when you get there, are you going to meet somebody that is completely unrecognizable, the person that God intended you to be? My prayer and my hope for you is that you will be chasing after that person so that when you get to heaven, he says, well done, good and faithful servant. Now, let me introduce you to the person that you could have been. And you shake hands with that person and go, I've been chasing you my entire life. And I'm so glad that we look so similar. He says, you were born to do something great with your life. Go out and do it. And that has a lot to do with going out and doing amazing things to help other people.
when you go out and you focus on helping other people, you will not help but live a life of greatness. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this. Can't wait for part two, which is going to be next week. So make sure you come back and listen to the next talk, which is John Maxwell's response to this talk that Ed Milet did. Guys, go out, make it an amazing week. We'll see you here again soon.